0: All right, guys, welcome to the Crestcore Real Estate Hour. I am your host, Dean Harris. I am with Douglas Skipworth, our CEO, owner, wears a million hats around here. So we're happy to have him today. Um, Last week, we finished, uh, or two weeks ago, we finished up the zip code breakdown. uh, Extremely popular show. Everyone loves that show. Um, Good info. Yeah, good info. It breaks down. Just about all of the zip codes in the city, for sure, the ones that we would be investing in. So feel free to go check that out. Spotify, YouTube, Facebook has got the video. If you want to see our smiling faces, you can go to Facebook and uh, watch the videos. There's plenty of old shows that are on there with topics and things you can check out. Uh, if you have any questions for me, email me, dean at crestcore.com, C-R-E-S-T-C-O-R-E.com. I'll be happy to answer any questions about this show, last show, or just investing in Memphis in general. So feel free to shoot me that email today. We've got a great show. We're going to interview Mr. Douglas. A lot of you guys have not um, had a chance to really hear Douglas and his background. Uh, Dan was on the show for a long time and Dan and Douglas were um, co-owners of the property of, of Crestcore management and all of our sister companies, Um, Dan is, I guess, semi-retired and he's moving on to some other things. So Douglas is now our sole owner and kind of leader of our teams and our groups. And I felt like it would, it's appropriate that you guys get to know you a little bit better. So let's dive into this. Yeah, I won't waste any time. We're going to get, this is not necessarily all real estate related. I just think it's very important for them to know you, your background, that way of, you know, when they're listening to you, they can know the validity of your comments and where you're coming from. So, yeah, all right, let's talk about my first question. Since you some, some some hard, tough ones last night, just tell me a little bit about. I've told you this a million times. I think you're one of the smartest guys I know. I uh, the the ability. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you, you, don't hate know that. You,
1: don't, you don't know many people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want you to talk about your education. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about where you went to school, what you studied, kind of some of your background there.
1: Oh, okay, cool. I, I, I'm from Dallas, Texas. Originally moved up to Tennessee to go to college in Nashville, okay. Vander, Vanderbilt University. Okay. Great school and studied organizational development leadership. Okay. So, kind of spent time learning about how teams work function, mm-hmm. grow, yeah, obviously big liberal arts background. And then met and fell in love with a Memphis girl. There you go. So anyway, by long, kind of a, a circuitous route, we ended up back in Memphis. But before that, I ended up, we stayed in Nashville. Okay. Uh, and I got a master's in accounting at okay. Belmont University, which is just catty corner to Vanderbilt. Great. Yeah. An, another great school, real practical.
0: Love that location. Yeah. yeah. Oh location. man,
1: it. It, 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 that, that's an awesome market. Yeah. And ended up doing doing kind of the finance accounting thing first Tennessee Bank. Ernst & Young mm-hmm. ended up in New York. Working on Wall Street for a little while had a great, great experience. And yeah, and where it's a real complex derivatives and securitizations transaction stuff way over my head. Which will w- which will come back into how I got into real estate. Just but, you
0: saying that makes my head explode.
1: Yes, it should. It it, it is not. It is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. So yeah. just hearing
0: that, I, I yeah. felt a little swelling in my head right there. I
1: mean, it was during the Enron days, and I couldn't. When I mean, we were working on Enron tra- type transactions at E and Y. And in FASB, where we worked, and I was like, this is just doesn't, this is weird. Yeah. I can't get my head around it. And
0: yeah. For so, good reason. So you didn't? Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so for good reason, because that stuff was kind of.
0: That's great. Vanderbilt, I, I know, um, great school. I mean, I, it's awesome.
1: Know. Love it football
0: yeah. teams on the verge of baseball national team, championship baseball team, baseball team. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, i'm sorry right. I, I sputtered through yeah, that. Yes. yeah no yeah, the baseball, yes. team's baseball, awesome, baseball team is awesome my son and his friends are you know they want to go to vandy, vandy boys man they want to go to vanderbilt and play baseball who wouldn't man no, it'd, it'd be you. a great place that's but, great but, yeah. all right so, that, so that's that was that's awesome on, on education nashville's a great place i'm glad to hear that tell me what was your first because every i have a moment and i can tell it but uh Everybody has a moment when they were either introduced or first kind of got, um, interested in real estate. Tell me a little bit about that for you. How'd you get started? What, what made, you know, don't go into yet just everything that you did, but before there, what, Uh, what, what what triggered you? What got you into real estate? Um, you know, was there a moment or a conversation or something like that that happened?
1: It was a little bit of a process. It wasn't like a Saul road to Damascus, light, light
0: shining moment,
1: dramatic conversion, but there was, there was a story I remember years ago with some buddies right after college living in Nashville. And they were like, man, if you want to get rich, you should get in real estate. And I was like, ah, that, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like says, cleaning rich. a toilet and <laughs> taking calls, all that just, just not, doesn't sound right. like what I want to do. And so I had kind of had more of a consulting advisory role for the first five plus years of my my career mm-hmm. and had an oper- wanted to be more on the owner-operator side and got a chance to come down here and partner with a guy who was doing a real estate technology company, Robert Stevenson, who yep. you, you know well. Yep. And they were doing a real estate tech company that sounded great to be kind of sexy and cool, post.com, here we go. Yeah. And it was a horse race, I mean that is a sprint it to be in technology, always trying to outdo the, the next yeah. guy and 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 we were work but we were working in residential real estate, and that's where I started going, ooh i like I like some of this residential real estate, it's a simple business, it's not easy, but it's
0: simple it is it's I tell rent, people that all the time,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's one source of income, rent, yep, for rentals, yeah, and then six expenses it, it, even i it, it, And and you don't even if that's if you finance them principal interest yep taxes insurance maintenance and management so it could be four if you don't finance it so anyway I liked it yeah I thought it was and so so I, I and then I got exposed to the power of leverage and the power of renters paying the the note and the no money down so. The stars all aligned. Yeah. And the only other foundation I had was I was a, a, a big like Warren Buffett fan.
0: Yeah. Who big, isn't? big,
1: yeah. big value investing, kind of staying within your circle of competence, you know, mm-hmm. spent a lot of time on the the again, the kind of the finance number side and everything on the spreadsheet, you know. I don't know if I'm a spreadsheet jockey, but you know, I wouldn't mind competing. You know, w- with some other spreadsheet spread- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, I, so I <laughs> spent I spent my time. And, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't want to compete in a uh, spreadsheet off. with that's you, right. That's for that's sure. That's right. I, I yeah. Can barely turn it on. <laughs> exactly.
1: So yeah. that that all of those kind of coalesced into like, oh, there's an opportunity here in Memphis. Yeah.
0: Let's see what we can do. And at the time, uh, you know, at the time in 2000, is that when you started 2000 ish, 99?
1: Yeah, I joined with Robert in 2002.
0: Okay. So getting, I tell people what you said all the time. What we do is not difficult. I'm not sitting down splitting the atom. There's no No, 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 long, tricky formula to this that if you don't figure out, you fail. It, It is simple, but it takes a massive amount of hard work. That's what it takes.
1: Discipline, patience, focus. That. that we yeah. I, 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 focus is key, man. It's distractions, easy to get distracted.
0: Man, I'm telling you. There's We're working with our squirrel. guy right now, man. It, you can't distractions in this business, I think in my opinion cause most of the problems for investors. I really do.
1: I, I and yeah, I agree. In retrospect, kind of just looking back. Looking back, back, you, looking back you're going, "Oh wow."
0: Distractions. The guys that failed, that oh, that that mismanaged or whatever they did, they got distracted. They got distracted and took their eye off the ball. Yeah. So I mean, it's I, I I talk about that all the time, but this is great. I think. Didn't you tell me you wrote? Did y'all write the code for your company with yeah, Robert? Did not you write we, the code I, for Mar Data? We
1: did. I mean, it was, it was a Z, 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 proprietary Zillow type of product okay. back before Zillow that was focused on real estate associations. Okay. So we were working with companies and or associations and, and appraisers and realtors in, in Tennessee, Mississippi, Arkansas, Florida, okay. and, and Virginia that we had touched on. And we're doing a lot of with the valuation space, yeah. a lot with public records, a lot with MLS sales data, appraiser physical data. So very much kind of on Zillow, I mean, definitely kind of took what we did and, and blew, blew it, up, it up, which is awesome. So, but it definitely validified what we were doing, which was great
0: what area do you focus in what area of real estate do you focus in do you have something that you specifically stick with rentals flips multifamily, short term is there anything there's there's a million ways to invest
1: there are a million ways to where invest. do you I, focus and stick so, with? so part of what what i was super excited about and kind of went went back to my history my, my dad's very entrepreneurial mm-hmm. and, and and was always doing business ventures partners and and he had had a kind of a franchise of, of photography studios so I looked at, at one point I saw real estate and then when the light clicked, again, I don't remember that moment, but the light clicked that, ooh, I can use rental houses as a foundation to build something. So everybody's got a purpose or a goal sure. with their real estate. Like some want to retire, some want to add to their passive income, some want to do this, that, or the other. Yeah. But for me, it was like, ooh, rental houses can provide a solid base with assets that cash flow and have value that could allow me to do some some something else to build upon
0: So that, go ahead. And so
1: that's how I, that's, that's how I got interested in rentals. And that's why I've stayed in single family rentals. I like single family rentals. They're easy to value. Yes. They're easy to sell. Yes. They're easy to finance. Absolutely. So the renter demand has, I mean, I didn't know it at the time, but I mean, we've had a tailwind for the past 15 years. Of of getting of houses. Of renter demand. Oh of renter gosh. demand and the supply issues. <clears throat> On one hand, there we, we can talk about this later. There's, no, this is there's good. a supply constraint. Yeah. Of available for sale. Well, <laughs> that was the first thing you said. Yeah. I need more houses. Yeah. Buyers, buyers, buyers. Where are the houses? The flip side is like there there are millions of. Properties, single-family properties. So, th- so there's an abundant supply. So, again, th- that's why I like it. It's like they're they're easy to invest in.
0: I got, I I have a similar reason. I, yeah. I got into that, and when I've, you know, I've been an agent for 20 years, but I've been selling this product, investment deals, since 2010. Yep. And um, when I came over with you yeah, guys, yeah. and um, my uh, the easiest path of entry was the single family home. That's, you know, with not having resources and funds then that I do yeah. now, it was much easier to get yep. into a single yep. family home. It was much easier to find a tenant for it. And it was, you know, much easier to maintain and manage. I had one property to manage and maintain and I could handle that. Now, as it grows, it's a little bit different, but your system is still down and it takes over it. So I think I agree with you. Yes. The, the entrance into real estate is much more difficult if you're going to go try to buy a 20 unit apartment complex for a million dollars. I mean, that's, that's advanced real estate investing, and man, if you start off with that, to me that's tough. I don't care who you are, yes, I don't care how many millions you got if you that's how you start you're you're gonna hit you're gonna hit some you're gonna get some punches in the face, yeah
1: and and I, I mean, I love small experiments and Absolutely. easy ways to do it. I mean, Damien Johnson is like if you're gonna go play poker, yeah, go play. Uh, a thousand hands at the dollar table instead of one hand at the thousand dollar table. Oh yeah, to I'm, get just to kind of build
0: yourself up. Yeah, like, then why if you build you do up that? a big a big stack of then chips. go over to well, the, now. Let's go to the thousand dollar table, the, yeah, high, yeah, high, yeah, high, the, with the high rollers and the high stakes <laughs> tables.
1: So, for me, also, it's like, hey, when when to your point, like when I borrowed my first. From my first time, I didn't have, I was very thankful, very fortunate, didn't have to borrow until I bought my first rental house. Yep. And so I was like, oh, this income mentor told me only borrow against income-producing assets. I was like, okay, I got my fifty thousand dollar rental, I can do this. Then I got a few more, and I was like, I can't remember, I had a half a million dollars. I was like, oh man, you know, that that would hurt. You know, maybe I could ask my dad or in-laws, parents to help me or situation if I got upside down. Then I got to a couple million bucks in debt. And I was like, now it's the bank's problem.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, Nobody I, else is saving nobody, you from nobody, this. <laughs> I was like, so
1: now I might as well borrow as much as I can.
0: Because Man, that's a like, hump <laughs> to get over, it. isn't it? Like, yeah. Because like, now I'm at that position where I'm way past the half a million. I mean, we're, and there was a certain point where I was looking at it and like, I can't believe I owe somebody that much money. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at there like, and I, I, I think to myself, wow, how fearful would I have been ten years ago, fifteen years ago with that. Whereas now I look at it and sneeze. I could care less. That's right. I mean I don't care what I am I mean yeah. the notes you are paid the by the tenants. The business got, is running. You, you it doesn't could, I'm right. I'm I'm numb to that fact yes. I, I plan to triple it and quadruple it before I'm done. Yeah. So I'm
1: and then pay it off. And then I mean, pay get it the, off. Then get it, I'll pay for it, but so. Yes, yes. that's strategy. And anyway, these are all the reasons I like per, the, the, the single family side.
0: That's great. A lot of people go different routes, but the single family yep. route for me is, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, since, I'm not going to tell too much of your personal um, yeah. assets or whatever, but you're a large investor. Several hundred homes and other stuff. Yeah. When you were able to scale to those seven, you know, yes. uh, to that number. A lot of people ask me that. How do you, how, you know, when I tell somebody, "Hey, I got 50, yes. or they got a hundred, God, they, they can't see that vision. Yep. that they can't, because because they might not have those resources themselves. So they're thinking, God, how in the world could I either afford to buy a hundred cash? No way. Or how could I? Who's going to loan me the money to do that? Mm. Talk about how when you, you you just mentioned a little bit how you went one, two, three. There was a half a million. Now it's a couple million. Yeah. To. A, ton, a lot Whatever, of money. Yeah. What What do you What do you attest to that? Like, how did you scale? How did you get over the mental part of it? Like, just talk about the scale. Yeah, man, that's a good point
1: because I think I think you said a word that I probably would have left out, which was a vision and like seeing yourself. Like, like, like I'm I'm a big believer in the like you become what you think about. So it's like you if are you who see, you hang with. You are who you hang with. If you see yourself, kind of where you see yourself, right? Yeah. And, and maybe not so much as like the athlete visualization, but just kind of the mental picture you have. So do you see yourself owning and doing so Mm -hmm. yeah if you get that vision then it's just executing that but specifically i've always looked at rental property investing as like deals financing and management those three buckets and so how do you systemize those and what's the most important to systemize well and what do you need to focus your time on you probably need to if you want to grow your business you need to be spending your time on the deals and the financing and let somebody else do the management day to day. Now you got to yep. manage the manager, but the management takes all the time. Yeah. And if you're self-managing, which I've done in the past, and, and that that is gonna limit you from growing your portfolio, put put a, a, a framework in place of, of metrics and measurements and how you're gonna measure it. Yeah. And then then do the same with your financing, do the same with your deals, find somebody to help you source deals. Yeah whether it's brokerage or, you know, other, I mean, you're a great example yeah. of somebody who helps you find deals. Yeah, I mean, that's you've outsourced that function. Yeah. You can select them. You do a lot of legwork for people. Yes. And so then you can, and similarly you introduce them to financiers or lenders or whatever. So yeah. get down and get a system in place, plan out with your lender and okay. not don't just bring one deal and like, you know, kind of think like, oh, how am I going to get the next 10 deals done? I yeah. need to develop a relationship. Again, you're, it's gonna, important you're a that good they example. Know.
0: It's important that those bankers know what you're trying to do. Yeah. What, that you're, hey, because you, you know the story I told my guy, I want 100. Yep. Right? That's it. for. I mean, I'll take more, but the, the goal is 100, and, and I'm going to do everything I can to get there. So, yeah, having that vision and that outlook to see what you want is important to the people you just mentioned. Bankers, management, whoever else—it's important to communicate that and have the tools, I guess, to go there. So I guess what you're saying is, your ability to do that and, and to get to some of those numbers—it was—it was your team.
1: It, it, it's your team, and and you—you you know, a mentor of mine, Bentley, he, and, and and he he has always said, and this is—it's hard to do, but you got to keep pushing yourself back to it. It's like he would always say, "Do what only the CEO can do."
0: That's so powerful. you know because
1: that's on, that's the that's what. Only you can do what the CEO can do. Anybody can do other other people on the team can do certain things. But there are a few items that only you can do. And setting the vision is one. Is one. And it building the relationships and putting selecting team members and those are those are things. But other folks along the way can do certain things and just keep pushing back to yourself. Like, am I doing the stuff? It's also like the high dollar. Activity is this a ten dollar an, an hour activity? Is it a hundred dollar an hour activity? Is a thousand dollar an hour activity focusing on those thousand, ten thousand, fifty could be a fifty thousand dollar activity if you can. It's get so a deal powerful done. that you're
0: saying that this morning. I, I another colleague that's an investor, or whatever, talked to me about that. About you know we're going through hiring an assistant from me right now. Yep. And one of the things he mentioned on that, he goes, when you're doing something that's small, that, that's a, a a task that someone else could be doing. How much are you? Does that cost you an hour? And I looked at him. And this, by the way, this guy's ten years younger than I am. Right, right, right. So I and my and I, I don't, I don't, I don't care who it is. No, I don't you care can learn if you're twenty. If you're, if you're doing something special, or if you're eighty, I, I want to hear about it. So he said, "What do you, what do you, when you do that?" Because I was telling him kind of the stuff I'm having to do right now. And he goes, "Would you pay somebody seven hundred fifty dollars an hour to do that?" I was like, "Well, God, no." He goes, <laughs> no, man. you are right now." It's an eye opener. Yeah. He goes, well, you are currently because you're doing that. He goes, you need to be, doing. And, and I'm using 750 as just yeah, some Yeah, you got to set it for yourself. I don't know yourself. what number that is, set but I'm high. just using some random yep. number. But he said, you need to be doing the $750 an hour stuff that no one else can do on your team. And you need to make sure you get, in it registered and it clicked with me. So going back to what you're saying, it seems like organizing team. your team, team and having that right team is the key component to scale and i and i can attest to that but yes. i never i didn't start scaling yep. until i had the right banker yeah that's right see I, and i didn't start scaling really until i managed here and, yep. and had enough trust with the management and that's right the report to build to know that if i go buy eight houses in the next three months i got tenants that are coming i got people that are going to take care of it once i rehab yeah that's a huge component of it and then the banker part so that's a great yeah. answer yeah. i mean yeah. that's yeah, a yeah. thorough but but to sum it up in a in a twenty second thing, your team, your leverage of your time, yes, and then and then to me the vision.
1: Well, yeah. that's it. That's a twenty second. Yeah, I yeah. love it. That's that, great.
0: That, uh, and and it was your answer. I just wanted to put it in that short thing. That. That's great. Yeah, thank you. Um, before Crestcore, uh, you manage your own stuff. You, uh, you've mentioned this, but talk talk about that yeah, for a minute. Yeah, yeah, Why did yeah. you choose to do that versus versus hiring a company? Because at the time there was no Crestcore. It was just Douglas and, and your partner owning Correct. real estate.
1: So, initially, right? So I was looking and buying houses and was was focused on deals. Yeah, you know, in the financing side, and I was like, yeah. oh, I'll get management. So I was interviewing different management companies, looking for the right one to fit in. And I let someone get in my ear who said. Oh, you should self-manage and learn about the business. <laughs> learn the ins and the outs of management. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was naive because I had more time.
0: And you thought, why not? And I yeah. had
1: sense and in in both 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 senses of the word. You know, the sense right. and the C E yeah. N T S dollars. And so. But because at the end of the day, you're you're paying with your time or you pay you're paying either with your time or with your money. One so which 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 do you want, which do you value more? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'll just do self-manage myself. And man, self-managing in my experience is for the birds, because it is a time suck. It's $10 an hour activity when you could be doing $750 an hour work and finding deals and building relationships and Doing what only the CEO can do. So, therefore, I, I, I moved myself out of that. To, as soon as we got in, I got into it. And, and, you know, we're doing one, not too bad. Five, oh my goodness. And I found that one person can manage one property as well as a property manager.
0: Most most sure. people
1: can, as, sure. a manager, Maybe as, as a manager, as even two property. or three. Maybe, but it's a rare bird that yeah. takes more than five. Because oh, five, you have to have systems, and you got to have processes. And so, the person who can manage self-manage five or more is special. Yeah. So, and and. For me, I, I didn't want to be that special person. I wanted to build the system of a property management company that could service my properties I've never, so I could focus on the other stuff.
0: Yeah, I've never told, I'm sorry, I've yeah. never told an investor, hey, you can't self-manage. I've, I don't ever say that. No. I always say that, you know, if you're looking to scale and, and fairly quickly, then you, you need to manage right away. I, you need to get someone to manage for you right away it, it i started from house one i knew right from idea. the beginning and i learned from uh, to be yes, honest yes, i learned from yeah, y'all yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> i saw y'all do it sure. i was like there's no way that i even want to get into that situation no. where you know dan's telling me he's collecting rent on saturdays and stuff Been 200 dollars here and they're yes. like no kill me now no. I, I, I want nothing to do with that so I immediately first house into Crestcore property yep. management and everyone since then has gone in there and I just budget in the 10%. I mean it just yeah. is what it is. You don't factor that in and go because I I'm telling you, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you got a full if you don't have a full-time job and you're this is your job, it's overwhelming.
1: it, it, it is you have no control of your None. schedule.
0: None. Cuz you're at the mercy of come 50 up. tenants. Correct. Whatever they need at 12 midnight on a Saturday if it's an emer- you're on it.
1: You got to lease properties, you want to lease them as fast as you can, you want to go look at properties, you want to go fix things, on and Meeting on and tenants on. at
0: properties, meeting yes. contracts. It's a that would be more than a full-time job. I just I think you'd drown. I think you'd you know once you get up to over 20, 30 or whatever, I, I just think you're there. I I agree with you that having property management as part of your team that we talked about earlier is huge. If you it, plan to scale, I if mean if you I, I plan
1: to it. scale, it's got to be the foundation from which you build. There.
0: No and, doubt. And you and unfortunately you realize that by trial and error and yeah. realize that this is not what I want to yeah. do.
1: And, and and again, it was bad advice that I've received. And I kind of let the peer pressure of like, oh yeah, that sounds yeah, why don't I do I just somebody don't I was Somebody was self-managing and said, Why don't you self-manage it? You'll learn a lot more. I should have just pushed it to a property manager
0: and learned, but probably too much. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: right. That's right. <laughs> way yes, too much information. Way too much. <laughs> how yeah. did
0: how did um how, I guess piggyback in on this. Yeah. How did the property management come about? I mean, obviously we just mentioned a whole lot of reasons why yeah. you might want to manage. I'm assuming that's how Cre that, but came
1: that, about. that was it and the sense of you know there's there's a a, a, a mantra I play in my ahead of serving people profitably like that seems like a two-way life is a two-way street. Yeah. how can we benefit each other, mutually yeah. beneficial relationships, et cetera. so it it came to became to an opportunity of where people were like hey friends and family were like hey could you manage yourself? self-managing could you manage property for me You, you know get your real estate license do some do some work and so all of a sudden we're like oh fee for service like if we get paid to manage property for someone else we could hire somebody Hire a leasing agent. They could maybe you do remember that and the, some more. You remember
0: her. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, the yeah. very
1: first one. Then we got a maintenance guy. Then we got an accountant It by adding properties to manage, and it was allowing us to professionalize the service we were getting for our own properties, which was the goal all the time, was to how do you make the service as high quality as it can be? Yeah. Bringing in some revenue from outside sources to pay for personnel. Yeah was what allowed that to happen. And it's, again, it became out of a, of a service mindset. I mean, one of my love languages is service. So it's like yeah. it's naturally like, oh, how can I serve? Okay, what can what can I give you in the marketplace? I can give my service, my knowledge of, like you said, learn too much information. Got my real estate license, got my broker license, got my property management training, joined the National Association of Residential Property Managers. NARPM became active, became a chapter president. That's, All the
0: things this is awesome.
1: to learn how to be a good property manager. Yeah for the marketplace so that we could again earn a fee so we could have good management for ourselves.
0: Did you sputter out of the gate? Did it, was it tough? Was it, I mean, is this an easy business to set? I'm just really it, getting now personal it, stuff, but it, it is was probably, this easy to set up. I would
1: probably tough? say, you know, even though I'm a, i am I consider myself a distance runner, it, this was like, it's like running a marathon and the way we did it was without training, which you is just not the way running. just started running. And a little bit Forrest Gump esque, you know, yeah. just just run. So, but <laughs> but not with the natural abilities of Forrest. So the, so trips and falls and uphills and downhills and through swamps and through the mud and the muck and in the night and in the dark and in the daylight. I mean, there were great times where it was you know seventy degrees and cloudy, like just a perfect time to run. You yeah. were just going or bright sunny, and so there have been some highs and lows, but we've learned a lot along the way, and a lot of it is kind of typical business going back to team and selecting the right team members and aligning yourself and getting the vision cast. And
0: and we've had both bad and good team members. Yes. Yeah. I mean, every business I think does.
1: And, and, and you got to roll it on back as you and I talk about all the time is there really aren't bad teams.
0: Every football play that's drawn up is designed to score. And and there Everyone. aren't bad
1: teams; they're bad coaches and, got that, and right. coaches who aren't doing what they need to do. And I recognize that. And so, so we've yeah. always we've continually put that mirror right back in our face and say, "Hey, what do we need to do to change?" You
0: know? I'll, I'll say this: not you know, we don't do a whole lot of self promotion on here, right? right. I don't no, talk yeah, about yeah. myself. We don't we don't we tell you we have all these things available, but it's not something that we you know I don't sell T-shirts and hats on here and don't really talk about myself a lot. But I will tell you that. I would advise going to a property management company, no matter what. We'd love to have you here, but either way, I think if you're going to be an investor and you want to you want to long term this, you really mean that. You know, it, this is a long term thing for you. I think it's an absolute must to hire a property manager, one that's trusted, experienced, uh, gone through some of the things yeah. that you've just mentioned, pitfalls and and um, you know ways to get better, the learning and all that. I, you can avoid all those mistakes because it's guaranteed you're going to have them. This is sure, one of those things sure. where I think you could read, because I think you even just said it, you could read all the books, you can done study it. all you can, done it. you can do uh, done every bit of research and investigating. Every, you're going to start and you're still going to make a, a, a mountain of mistakes. It's still yeah. going to happen.
1: Sure. You can make a hundred, a hundred on your driver test.
0: And you're going to have a wreck the first day. You know,
1: you still got to get behind <laughs> the wheel and yeah. uh, the written part of your driver's test and yeah. even the driving part. It's like, you got to get out in the road and, and experience, experience other drivers.
0: Yeah, you know, no, you're exactly and, and, and tenants right.
1: Tenants and owners and the market, so things happen.
0: What? Uh, that's great, I, and I agree one hundred percent. Tell me a little bit about. We've got just a few more. Yeah. What, what other companies are? This is a little self promotion. What What other companies do we? Did we? Do we have here that you're affiliated with and own? That's that maybe spawned from that original and, property and,
1: management. And, and and again, to kind of to, to harken back to what we just talked about earlier. i, I was simple minded, so it's like. Deals, financing, and management. That's yeah. kind of how I look at real estate investing. And I try to stay focused, right? Insert so we can t- another episode of how loose I got and some some things, criteria, and, yeah. and, and lost my way and okay. not staying focused. But deals it's so, so like, oh, we got to find deals. We got to have brokerage. We got to have somebody like Dean. And, and so thankful that we've been working together to do that. And yeah. so so deals, that's a key component of 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 real estate investing. Yep. Yeah. And then financing. So we got got a, a, a real estate finance company, a lender, a hard money company, whatever you want to call it, specialty finance for real estate in in Coreland, and they have come alongside and worked with our investors to long term, short term, fix and flip, transactional money, hard money, whatever you call it. So that's been a key component. And then lastly, it's kind of where we were talking about, which was property management. Yeah, property management. That's the that's been the foundation. That's where we started. Yep. Had to do it because I've always wanted to own rentals forever. You know, they want to be my foundation for whatever I do. So that it's like, I'm going to be in the property management business. Cause I'm always going to own rentals and I don't want to manage them myself. No, that's so, right. yeah. And then we, from property management, we got to a point where we ended up, we were managing, we we're probably managing 1500 houses. And we had some people. and we started with chucking a truck as vendors. Yep. And then we got two chucks and a truck. Yeah. And then it became a cluster chuck. <laughs> Cuz it's what you're managing a, a bunch of chuck. it's what it was. And so we ended up starting our own maintenance company so that we yeah. had a little more control of of who was working when and what priority to assign things and what where to get the materials and when to pay vendors and you know but but, but
0: you All took, it took it out of other people's things and, it and put it it, in We took it because it had
1: to, yeah. had to, to get the service quality and speed and price to where it needed to be. That kind of that service triangle of quality, speed, and price, we yeah. needed it, it to be there. So anyway, so those are really the, the four components with the, the brokerage, helping people find deals, Coreland helping them yeah. kind of finance those deals or introduce. They do even yeah. do some brokerage referral through That sure. and then lastly is the property management with the maintenance component. So those four yeah. are the deals, financing, management for real estate investors.
0: So I've used Corland twenty times, maybe. Th- thank you. Yeah, they thank you. And, 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 yeah. and I've used them. And uh, and you know, a lot of people ask me about it's expensive money, it's hard money, but uh, the difference is, is you know, they're loaning on the asset and not you. Yep. There's no credit check. There's none of this. I mean, they, they want to know what the house is going to do. I've used it literally i think 20 times so great tool great asset that great we have in house it's a tool it is a tool it's a tool it's a part of it's your a, business it's a part it's your of your team. business it's a tool yeah, yeah. and you do, might not use it on every deal no. there might not be enough skin in it to use right. it on every deal you might need to go to your bank on there but i just used it when i yeah. a lot of people ask me like oh was that did you use them first you know when you first started well, i used them two months ago yeah. we closed a big deal on a multifamily i used yeah. them two months ago so no i, I use them now currently it's always yeah. a tool it doesn't work for every deal but it is a great it's a tool. Uh, asset you want to have uh, here yep yeah, so really good that that spun off. Management and the in the maintenance division I think is great to have that because there's a lot of property managers out there that when, you know, the tenant calls in and the lights are out or, or the plumbing's clogged up or whatever, they're just calling a, a company. Yeah. Hey, go over there, bill us. Well, you have no control of that. I I'll, I'll remember you saying back in 13 and 14 maybe that the control – and the ability to control those subs wasn't there when you, when you sub it out, when you go, they, they're kind of, you're hiring them for a job and they, they're they working for the job, but there's, you know, they can tell you, Hey, I can't get to it. You know, versus when they work yeah, here, they've got it's somebody
1: else, maybe another customer's more important. Maybe yeah. they, hey, hey, I'll give you $50 to go take my, put my top priority, put me to the top of the list. Yeah. What, what can I do? And, but if, yes, if you have your own and you have your employees, you say, Hey, you've helped make their schedule. So yeah, it, it helps a lot.
0: Let's piggyback a little bit on yeah. that and talk about Corlin. And uh, there's another company here that, yeah. that I want to discuss, but let's talk about Corlin and core assist, um, and how these companies are important to us. You know, I just mentioned a little bit that I've used Corlin, but what do you see what, when Corlin was started? Fast forward a little bit to about the last six to nine months where it's humming, Mm -hmm. humming now. Mm -hmm. What do you think? What do you think that what advantage or let me phrase this right? How did that help us? How did that help our management company grow other than outside of just the company making money? What else has that provided for us? What else has that provided for the clients, and then for for you and 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 us? You yeah, know, individually. it's a
1: great. I mean, a, again, to talk Corland is it's a it's a Tennessee Industrial Loan and Thrift. It's a it's a a finance company. It it doesn't take deposits. It uses its like a bank. It just uses its own money, but to make loans. So it, yeah. it borrows or has its own money that it makes loans for borrowers, and those borrowers are investors. They're buying rental properties or they're buying fix and flips to sell to investors or to owner occupants. So it has allowed the – I mean, it's again, it's meeting a need in the marketplace, right? So we saw that there was opportunity to to do something of scale, focus on Memphis, that is an asset-based lender, like you said, that really you can have the high-quality – of a bank, but you can have the speed and service of a private lender, you know, and the terms can be very favorable if that purchase is right. And if the asset is, a, is, is, a, is a good, uh, the good, the property, the terms can be very favorable. So all of that has helped us stay in touch with the market, helped us have deals, That's helped us have opportunities. Yeah. It's like we are di- dialed in, tuned in to what's going on throughout the greater Memphis market
0: yeah, because of I that. agree
1: which has been which has been hugely beneficial for the brokerage, been beneficial for property management company and uh, both uh, uh, we we talk about this a lot, right? It's like we're better investors because this is our day job.
0: That's exactly. But we're right.
1: better at our day job because we're investors. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's like that that <laughs> to me is a similar thing. We're better lenders because we own property, but we're better you know, at managing property because we're lenders as we can lenders. see you're a better broker. I have enjoyed seeing
0: yes. the team over there grow, their knowledge grow of the, the market. They're, they're, they're no longer coming to me. I'll, I'll tell you this. They're no longer coming to me going, we have no idea what this is worth. Can you give us some comps and tell us it's now switched to, Hey, we're at this on this one. Can you kind of confirm? Yeah, and majority of the time they're within a few percentage points yeah. of where I would be anyway. Yeah. So and yeah. it's a
1: great team, and, and again, I mean that goes back to scaling and team. I mean they run yeah. that business, you know. Yeah, so, and, yeah, and, and they do a great job. So it's, Matt Jones uh, runs Matt, that. Yep, Richie Ward, Richie Ward, Ward uh, and Mandy, Mandy Reynolds. Reynolds, you know, yeah. Victor and Carl work yeah. with them. So it's a great team. They got accounting support and HR yeah. and IT. so they do a great job.
0: Yeah, I'm really happy to have them here. All right, let's talk about CoreSys, one of the other companies that yeah, we have here. This is. We didn't mention that as Uh one of your four, because as you and I have talked before, it's a little, I don't want to use the word unrelated, but it, it's not quite as affiliated with a real estate transaction like the rest of our businesses are. Talk about Coursist, what is Coursist and how, how has that, maybe not even so much real estate helped us, but how has that helped you as an individual and, and, and then what kind of services they provide?
1: Yeah. So, so. Core Assist is a virtual assistant staffing company. Okay. Simply, you know, it yep. just helps people. It's a staffing solution. It helps helps primarily small and medium sized businesses find personnel. Yeah. And, and and it came out of a need as as property management was using virtual assistants to do some administrative work, and it just kind of morphed into an opportunity to build the property management team through through some virtual assistants to assist yeah. on some of the m- routine tasks that didn't require local presence. And then that became, Oh, brokerage could use some for some, some in core and, you know, property management and the, the, the city like the maintenance company can use this for scheduling and, and for some data processing and some invoicing. So all of a sudden we looked up and, and we were utilizing a lot of virtual assistants and we had friends similar to property, the way property management started of like, we were managing a bunch of houses and people said, Hey, can you help me manage? Can you help me buy yeah. part of the brokerage? Yeah. And they said, Hey, can you help us place a virtual assistant? Hey, we're looking for somebody to help us with our accounting or a marketing specialist, social media specialist, whatever. And we said, Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's how, what we do. And all of a sudden boom, core assist came from the team. The team kind of, Birthed it themselves and, and did it. And we we're like, okay, let's run with this. And so yeah. Core Assist now does that. And it primarily focuses on real estate related businesses, whether it's a brokerage, whether it's wholesalers, whether it's property managers, yeah. whether it's lenders, mm-hmm. whether it's maintenance companies, it's all related to that. And it makes again, those are team members that make all of have made all those companies better and stronger.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't be where I'm at without them. Yes. I mean I'm dead serious. Yep. The brokerage, you know, we close twenty five or so of these a month. I wouldn't be able to do it without. Them. Yeah. Just hired my fifth yesterday.
1: Yes, and they they do a great job. They they are yeah. part of the team. We call One them team members.
0: One hundred percent, they're part of my team.
1: And post COVID, through COVID, post COVID, it's like, yeah, nobody cares where no. you're located as long as you're doing your work.
0: I have I I very rarely even get someone that says, "Are they actually in your office?" I mean, when I say rarely, I mean once or twice a year. Yeah they're They're so in tune with what we're doing in the brokerage and and what I expect of them that it's they don't miss a beat Bec- now, if we were selling products to locals that were here, it'd be a little bit different, right? They'd be stopping by here all the time. they'd be wanting to come in. but it's you know I, I sell mostly to out- of state clients so yeah. it is the same as if they were sitting right beside a, me a, a, yeah it's and seamless. you know
1: since COVID, I mean it's been going you know going on two years, yeah, and we don't have people that come to the office anymore and it's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's the business has changed big time so. Big I time. think course, this so, has been a great asset. So that's it's good. Awesome. I just wanted yeah. to get yeah, that. Thank you. No, that's it, we, we, we love that it. Out. And if and, and there's a small, and medium size, it's hard for a single individual to use it. But if you, if you have, if you're scaling, there is some executive assistant type of yeah. virtual assistants, but yeah. if you have a business or work with, you know, work with the company or have a business of your own, it's great. That's a great tool.
0: Let's talk for the last yeah. couple of minutes here about our market. Um, yes. I, I want to get, i like your opinion yeah um nobody holds us to these things this is just you know if we could tell the future then we'd really have us a company going right so i i know we can't tell but what do you um what do you see what do you see coming in 22 as far as because this is a really popular question and i'm going to give you mine too so this is a we'll both go back and forth on it but what do you see in 22 what do you expect good bad ugly
1: yeah I'm not a, 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 an economist in, in a macroeconomics or even more challenging, mm-hmm. but having been doing this 20 years, looking back, it's like somebody, when I, this was 25 years ago, a, a real estate lender, he used to always joke. He used to say, real estate investors, they never pay too much. They just buy too early. Because you, if you wait long <laughs> enough, you're, you know, in yeah. the right property, if you buy it in the right location. So, anyway, the supply and demand, I know we've talked about this before. It's simple right now. There is more demand than there is supply of houses, both Big from time. the renter side, both, especially from the investor purchaser, even owner occupant purchases. Big time. You know, competing offers. It's cooled down a little bit, but it is still, we're at a peak area or at a plateau, a top of, of the market as opposed to the, So I don't see anything. I was just on, on, on a call with one of our lender friends and they were on a Fannie Mae call and they see, they don't, they don't see anything changing. We're dialed into like, Hey, are there any big, anything going to disrupt the the supply and demand I, I, we can't see it. Rates are relatively low. Nothing's going to drive them up ridiculously high. They said Fannie Mae said rates are going to go from three four to three six, you know. And they were kind of like, oh my goodness. And you're right. like, right. It, was, it has man, nothing to do with your first mortgage us. on your personal residence was eight percent. It sure was. Yeah, seven and too. a half. I remember. And like then we yesterday. talk. You know, we've got people before us who were twenty percent. So anyway, yeah. So I don't see that changing. So. Is now the time to buy? I think it's like you look back and I have, I've never, I, in hindsight it's like, oh man, I should have bought everything. I could, I always, I always thought it was the wrong time to buy. Sure. You know, cause things weren't on sale as much as they could be. Right. And they've appreciated and the rents have gone up and the market has m- matured in, in, in the sense of like the tools to service, the biz- it's just a m- much more mature industry now. Big time there. That's so great. It- it- it's like, this is, this is, it's still, I don't want to say it's in maybe infancy, early innings, mm-hmm. but this business isn't going anywhere. So I-, I-, I go back to that. When's the best time to plant a tree? 25 years ago. Always. You know? Yeah. When's the next best time? Today, now. right now. Like just, just buy it. If, make sure the numbers work. Make sure you don't, over leverage it, sure. don't pay too much, get good management, and then just sit back
0: and, never, and start
1: working on your business.
0: I never, I, when because I get that question a lot. Should I wait six months? Am I six months too late? Look, there is. Ne- I'm never going to say, yeah, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> but right? Like I, I'm buying them every month if I can, if I can find them even now. I, you know. And, and for the record, you're a little different. I've bought most of mine in the last two years. Mm -hmm. in this market and in Mm -hmm. this heyday, you know, that sellers and investors are saying that we're right in the middle of. So it is not impossible to scale. And by the way, I put all mine on 10 and 15 year notes. So I I do believe that there is an appetite for real estate still. There is food on the table that's left. Uh, You just got to, you just got to kind of pick through it a little bit and see what you want. I don't, you know, three years ago, I could send you 10 options today to buy. And all 10 would work for you. Right. Right. Today I'm only be able to have two. You know, yeah. it's still there. The
1: window for opportunity is I always I in the
0: past through the Great Recession,
1: I was like, oh man, this window's open and why, but it's gonna close. So we gotta gobble things up. No. Yeah. The window's always open. Now, sometimes it's more narrow yeah. than others, yeah. but it's always open. There's Period. always life happens to everybody. There are always investors coming and going for whatever reason. So there's always an opportunity. Yeah. And and like most things in life, I mean, this is maybe more mindset and philo- philosophy, and kind of how we see things philosophically. But of, there's always opportunity. You create your opportunity, right? You got to make make it happen. So you
0: could sit around and hope and wish, or you can make it happen. I, th- there's the hope saying is to that, not though. a strategy. Yeah, <laughs> hope's got, not a strategy. No, you
1: have to. You know, wills wishes fail, wills prevail.
0: Yeah, and I I don't. If you're that kind of person that's saying, Hey, I'm going to wait on the right time, you're, you're always going to be waiting. I There's promise. always a
1: reason not to do it. Period.
0: Period. Always. always. I mean, it, it, you know, nothing is ever going to be perfect. Nothing. Mm-mm. You're never going to look at an investment property and say, Nothing wrong with this one.
1: Yeah. It's just because then you it, go, Oh, wait, why? What am I missing?
0: And then you'll overspreadsheet uh, the thing to yes. death, and you're out of it. Yeah. I, what I'm, am I
1: missing? Why is this? Why is this such a great deal? Is this it. too good to be true? Like, yeah. I, I got to pass on this. Something, <laughs> yeah. something smells fishy. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't. I think from my opinion on 22 is similar to yours. I don't think we're going to see any swing, either way, up or down. That's huge. I, I I think we'll we'll see some interest rates moving around a little, but nothing to scare anybody. Uh, I think we'll see price points maybe move around a little. But nothing to scare anybody. I, I I just think we've we're gonna level out. We might see a still maybe some appreciation over twenty two, but I don't think it's gonna be ten percent like it's been in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I'm not because I, I, I don't have the same feeling this quarter going into quarter four that I did the last two years. Right. You know, the last two years quarter four was like, wow, we're going to bust January wide open, yeah. and and we did. Yeah. I don't, I'm not saying that we won't have a good January, but my point is, is that I, I don't believe that, you know, last year it was the election, the election
1: and COVID the Year before that it was
0: COVID, right, right. you know? So like I, we, we knew coming into those things, there were yeah. some opportunities this year I, in 22, I think it's going to be steady. Yeah. I think if you stay steady, I think you're going to win your race. Yeah. And, and what I mean by that is accomplish your goals yes. and and meet your goals. Um, with the way that the banks are lending right now, I don't see them stop loaning. You know, we got a small scare yep. when Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, said they were going to raise the rates. Yep. And then we had some local banks say, hey, we're going to require more of this and more of that. But I haven't seen that, right? They, they said that, yep. but I don't have any banks coming to me saying, hey, man, we're tightening the screws. This is over. Mm-hmm. None of that, you know, um, our our vendor partners on the brokerage are still loaning money. So I just don't see any kind of major change. I, I You know, it would be cool to be like, man, <laughs> Yeah we're coming right yeah, out of the yeah. gate or even cool in our world, yeah. man, it's yeah. going to plummet
1: six months. It's going to be like yeah. that. that that's your, yourself, land, fantasy right. land for
0: us. Cause yeah. it's like, God will get cheaper prices and the rent stays the same, but I don't see any of that happening. What I'll challenge all my investors to do is to, to run your numbers and to stay aggressive. If you find a deal that fits into your program, a lot of people ask me how I buy and why I buy. I mean, if I put them on a 15 year note, and i can cash flow anything i'm different because right. i'm not living off this money right. every month yep. I'm, yep. this is for the future but if i can cash flow even 50 dollars, i'm in you're yeah i don't care yeah i want to pay it off my my strategy is the long-term yeah. goal and you got
1: that principal pay down every month, every got month. tax benefit on and on and on of no one ever factors those two things yeah. in
0: by the way no one ever says wow i only made you know 500 a month i made six grand this year on on all eight of my rentals like no you pay down principal of probably another 30 grand, yeah. you know, with, with your payment. So you actually made about 36. Yeah. Now this isn't so bad or the the, the, tax benefit, the tax benefits that you would get can save yep. you some money. So I yeah. mean, maybe yeah. in that scenario, you actually made about 50, you might only have six in cash, but you know, you have equity. So there's, there's a lot of people that don't look at it that way. So yeah. I I would encourage any investors listening, call me let's discuss that. Let's have that conversation and figure out like, Hey, you know, what's right for you right now. Um, I appreciate you coming yeah, on and fun. talking about this. Yeah, you're I, welcome. So, I don't typically dive into a whole lot of our no. personal stuff, but I thought it was important for the listeners to get to know you a little bit better where you're coming from, because Douglas is on the show for, for sure, sure for the yeah. rest of this year in 22. And we're going to, um, dive into some good topics and your opinion is going to be valued. So I wanted you guys to understand who was given that opinion. And I really appreciate you coming on.
1: Yeah. Like I said, you know, you'll have at least three likes from my mom, dad and wife
0: and three and three thumbs and three down, thumbs down from my kids that's right so there you go thanks again man yeah, I man. appreciate it. I all right it. guys thanks for tuning in today dean at crestcore.com for any questions uh spotify facebook youtube you can catch the uh the show after here we're going to post it shortly thank you guys and we're going to go next week correct because we missed, missed a it. week yep see you guys next Wednesday thanks guys Bye.